Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome. Amanda Grace here with you today. We have Mr. Kirk Elliott with us. We're going to talk about many things and do a deep dive that I think you're going to find fascinating as we're going to be talking about the debt ceiling and what has happened with that as well. So hello to everybody. Oh, people love Dr. Kirk. I'm already seeing the comments come in. He's coming on, people, in just a few minutes, I promise. So we're going to open up in prayer. I want to say hello to everybody watching in the United States states and around the world in our arc of grace team thank you for helping us do what we do for the lord uh we are going to be asking dr kirk questions so get your questions ready in the chat because we're going to be doing that the second part of this broadcast i had to put this up though before we open up in prayer doreen hope arc of grace kept dry during the recent deluge of rain yes the ark was kept dry the animals in their housing held up praise god we were okay there was a lot of rain there is historic rain happening in the northeast let me tell you something this flooding in new york is a prophetic inclination of what is about to be a come in new york state with leadership so just keep watching i think i had a prophecy about this early in the year last year i'm going to go find it and we'll do another broadcast on it so let's open up in prayer and I will give you a quick update on Chris and then we're going to bring Dr. Kirk on. So Father God, in the precious name of your son, Jesus Christ, we come before you. We praise you. You are almighty God. You are high and lifted up far above every power, principality and might. We give you all the glory, honor and praise Do your holy, precious name. Lord, we humble ourselves before you this day, asking that the pull of the flesh becomes less in our lives. So you, your will and your power become more in our lives. We acknowledge you sent your son, Jesus Christ, Yeshua to the earth and the word became flesh and dwelt among us. He was the Passover lamb, the sacrifice for our sins. He willingly came to earth to die. He purchased us at Calvary by the shedding of his blood and that blood dripped onto the mercy seat, purchased us, redeemed us that day and made an open show and spectacle of the enemy before all of creation. Lord, we praise you. We rose again in three days, ascended back into heaven, took his rightful victorious place at the right hand of the father where he rules and reigns forevermore. He is our advocate before your throne. And we honor that before you this day. Father, we just invite your presence in, in the presence of the Holy Spirit through Rock HaKadosh to this conversation, Father God. Lord, lead and guide us in all wisdom, counsel, might, power, and the reverential fear of the Lord, Father. We always pray by the power of the blood of Jesus Christ, by the spirit of the one true living God. May only the truth and power of Almighty God with authority now come forth in Jesus' name. Father, we thank you for your wisdom, Lord. We thank you for your guidance in this, Lord. Father, we just ask that you fill us, Lord, create in us a clean heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit within us, Lord. Lord, you are the potter, we are merely the clay, and you are the author and finisher of our faith, Father God. And we give you all the glory today in the name of Jesus Christ, Yeshua. Amen and amen. Okay, amen. Praise the Lord. Okay, quick update on... Chris, before we bring Dr. Kirk on. So yes, I did tell everyone last week that the week prior, Chris had a seizure. And doc, the doctor, she raised, now she's not one of these doctors that is, is blind, okay? She's very aware of what is going on in the medical community right now, and she's God-fearing, so we are very grateful for that. But his neurologist had to up one of his medications because she said, right now we have to calm his brain down. So we got to pray and we got to up one of his medications to calm his brain down because Chris was overexerting himself. So Chris wants to push, 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 push. And with all of the scar tissue, you have to pray for that because only God can remove that. The MRI showed Chris has a lot of scar tissue on the left side of his brain, which is contributing to some extra is issues. So we need prayer on that for the Lord to remove that. But he is doing better this week. The doctor has him on one other medicine, a very small dose at night to help his brain as well. Uh, they actually give this medication as well to dementia patients. So they she put him on a very small dose of that too. He is doing much better now. He has done well all week and we praise God he has done well all week. So thank you everyone for praying for us. Please continue to keep us in your prayers uh, because we don't want to see a, a bigger episode happen. We don't want this happening anymore. So thank you everyone for holding us up in prayer for that. Okay. So I just wanted to give you all an update because a lot of people in the chat were asking and we've gotten emails and I wanted to keep you all updated. Okay. Now. We're going to bring in the man of the hour, Dr. Kirk Elliott. Hello. Hey, how are you? Good. How are you? I am doing so well. I mean, it has been a really, really busy season. And 
for the last couple of weeks, we've been gearing up for my daughter's wedding and she got married um, on Friday. And, and it's for the day she was born. Yeah. Tons of miracles happened in her life. I mean, creative Holy spirit miracles, hips were formed. I mean, just wild stuff. Yeah. We were praying for her husband since the day she was born and we were praying for her husband without knowing his name. Mm -hmm. And so it's just answered prayer. Good practice. It's just fantastic. Oh, I'm so happy for you. That's a very special moment when a dad walks his daughter down the aisle. Oh, I was bawling. Yeah, I'm sure. That <laughs> <laughs> was I was a mess. But that's that's okay, though. It was all for a good cause. It's all for a good cause. <laughs> so congratulations and congratulations to your daughter and your new son-in-law. Thank you. You're very welcome. Okay, Dr. Kirk. There's a lot to talk about. Yeah. A lot of movement going on. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm going to hand it over to you and I'll interject with questions. Okay, perfect. So over the weekend, we had the debt ceiling talks. And for the last couple of weeks, I've been on different shows. I've been talking about, it's like, okay, this isn't going to be the normal rubber stamp of yes. raising the debt ceiling. Um, mm -hmm. It's going to be different this time. Cause if you look throughout history, um, 16 like of the last 20 years they've just just raised the debt ceiling right and yeah. it's like because they have to when here's the ugly part that i'm going to say about politicians and some people might want to throw like rotten eggs at me and stuff like that and rotten fruit but but most politicians don't see people as people they see them as votes right and so you're absolutely right about I mean, that it's just mm -hmm. but they're people right so Yes. So when they see people as votes rather than how God sees us as people, they changes how you think and how you act. And so when over 80% of all of our federal tax revenue every year, we bring in $4.8 trillion a year in, in federal tax That's revenue. Enormous That's enormous amount of money. income for the government. Mm -hmm. Over 80% of that goes out towards Social Security, Medicare, Medicaid, women, infant, children mm -hmm. programs, food stamps, all, you know, all the entitlements and welfare and things of that nature. Now, Social security to me is not an entitlement. It's a mandatory payment, but you can't get out of it if, you, if you're the government because once you start, it's easy to give. Mm -hmm. It's really hard to take back, right? Yeah. So, so they'd have a mutiny on their hands like they had in France when they mm -hmm. raised the retirement age and they did austerity measures and reduced benefits. So all throughout history, just rubber stamp, yep, we're going to raise the debt ceiling because if we lower it or if we don't raise it, um, we're not going to get the votes. Right. Yeah. So, but this time it was different. And this is why I, I said it's going to be possibly different. And that's because the BRICS nations met August mm -hmm. 22nd through the 24th. And Putin said at the beginning of that meeting, he said, we're going to de dollarize the world. This is irreversible and it's our objective. Right. So, so how did they do it though? When you add all the nations that they added into the mix starting mm -hmm. January 1st of this year, Think about it, Amanda. They added six of the nine largest oil producers in the world into the mix. They also have about 70% of the world's population. So when Putin yeah. says, how are we going to do this? How are we going to de-dollarize the world? Yeah. We're going to have trade between the member nations of the BRICS, not in the U.S. dollar, but in their own currency. Okay, so that's number one. They objectively got rid of the world's reserve currency status from the U.S. dollar. Mm -hmm. Number two by adding six of the nine largest oil producers in the world into the BRICS nations, they killed mm -hmm. the petrodollar overnight. So mm -hmm. now there's no demand for the U.S. dollar like there has been in the past. Because if you're a politician in the past and say, hey, mm -hmm. we got to raise the debt ceiling, we need more money because we spend like drunken sailors and we just have to add more. Well, they've always had built-in demand, so they knew that they could. But this yeah. time it's just different because without built-in demand for our dollar, we raise the debt ceiling. We're going to have to print it without foreign capital coming in. That's going to cause way more inflation. Mm -hmm. And they're, and and I don't care what, what the politicians are saying right now and what the big bankers are saying, what, what Jerome Powell at the Fed is saying, said, we're doing a good job. And we can actually put a pause on interest rate hikes because we're winning this battle of inflation. It's like, okay, have these people gone to the grocery store? I doubt it. Have they gone... To buy gas, Cal gas in California is pushing seven dollars a gallon. A oh gallon. my, yeah, it's it's pushing. It's four for regular, three ninety nine for regular, and it's well over uh, five for uh, ultra. 
Yeah. I mean, mm -hmm. and it's going to keep going up. Why? Because when Putin made that statement, mm -hmm. um, what else happened that week? OPEC, the producing nation, oil producing yes. nations of the world, right? They basically cut production. While at the same time, over the last year, Biden has been basically utilizing our strategic oil reserves, getting them down to almost nothing. The strategic oil reserves are kept for times of war. So we don't yeah, have to buy oil from foreign countries if we mm -hmm. have to fill up tanks and airplanes and everything else. So he's brought it down to almost zero. Now, the BRICS nations with OPEC, because they added Saudi Arabia and the United Arab Emirates and all that, they said, ooh, great time to cut production, jack up prices of oil to over $90 a barrel. Realize it was $45 a barrel not too long ago. So now when the U.S. has to replace it, we're going to stick it to them, right? And we're going to stick yeah. it to all Americans because they want to be the world's reserve currency. The, they, can, they can put together the fundamentals of what they need for that, but they still have a problem. That's the U.S. dollar is still the world's reserve currency, but they're kicking it out objectively mm -hmm. by taking away the reserve currency status. And the petrodollar yes. status, mm -hmm. the dollar is collapsing right before our eyes. So here comes the debt ceiling talks. Now, what do you do when you've got these BRICS nations and it's like, wait a second, if we raise the debt ceiling, we don't have any capital coming in. We're going to have no. to print our way out of it. This is the pickle, right? This is Germany in a this way. This is Germany. This, this is, is Germany. Zimbabwe. This is Venezuela. This mm -hmm. is Argentina. All of those countries you and I just mentioned, Amanda, are no different because none yeah. of them were the world's reserve currency either. And when you print without discretion, God's word always holds true. It never returns void. A borrower is a slave to the lender. Right? That's right. And, and this mm -hmm. is this is our problem. So I didn't. So here's how I thought it was going to happen. I thought they'd have mm -hmm. some political maneuvering, some window dressing and say, hey, we uh, we can't really raise the debt ceiling, but let's let's talk about it. Let's close down the mm -hmm. government for a week or two. We'll pretend like we're working in smoke-filled room behind closed doors and we'll come back and we'll be the saviors of the world and we'll raise the debt ceiling, right? But they have to pretend like they're doing something because it is so bad right now. But they actually just bypassed that talk and Biden just extended it for 45 days to give Congress time to think about their actions and what you, they need to do. I got a question here because something came to me because you know what I mean? I listen spiritually while you're talking, uh, Dr. Kirk. 45, the number 45. Isn't it interesting he chose 45 of all numbers being that Trump was the 45th president and they're trying to constantly take him to trial and indict him and destroy him and his family right now. And that's the number they chose to extend the debt ceiling. I don't think that's a coincidence. I don't think it's a coincidence either. And what else mm -hmm. is bizarre is when they had the debt ceiling talks before and, and they didn't actually raise it by a number, they gave Congress a blank check until the election so they could spend oh whatever they wanted to during the election. So that they just extended it. What did they extend? The same provisions as before, with one exception. One notable exception is no new funding to the Ukraine battle. So no new funding to Ukraine. So, oh. so we've already given like $43 billion to Ukraine and help fund their pension plans, not ours. So here's where... <laughs> This is going to be a geopolitical nightmare because mm -hmm. what's going to happen, and they're already talking about it, right? They're already talking about Ukraine is saying, America, what? Thought you had our back. And Putin's probably thinking, <laughs> now I can go in and attack and they're not going to have the financial help from America, right? So, right. Mm -hmm. so I think this becomes a political hot potato over the next 45 days. And it is going to be an election issue, right? But but I so, so yeah. when, when what we just got, was right around Thanksgiving time, mm -hmm. you know, November 15th or so, they're going to have these talks again. They're going to raise the debt ceiling, but it gets significantly worse because we are truly running out of money. There is no demand mm -hmm. for a dollar. The closer we get to January 1st, when Egypt, Ethiopia, Iran, um, are, and Argentina are added to the BRICS nations, in addition to the United Arab Emirates, and Saudi Arabia, which were already added, there is zero demand for the U.S. dollar. I, I don't know how else to put it nicely. It's just we have squandered our time in the sun. We've lived a lifestyle that is anti-biblical of, of debt, 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 right. control, mm -hmm. control, control. And right. see, during this time, you had 
there's there's a political faction starting up where where you've got some hardline GOP saying we're not ever going to give anybody a blank check. We're not raising the debt ceiling. We have to live within our means. And then you've got the second half of the GOP that is now part of the Uniparty, which is the globalist, the World Economic Forum, the Democrats, and these Republicans that aren't really Republicans, right? Which is, hey, that I mean almost an exact quote. We're not going to cut spending. It's like what? What party are you guys part of, right? It's like insanity. You yeah. have to cut spending. So, so I mean. Here's the thing. This is why politicians are acting so bizarrely throughout history. So let's say you and Chris had financial problems. And what would you do if you think we're going to file for bankruptcy in two months unless we make a change? What are you going to do? You're going to sit down at the dinner table, say, what can we cut? Yes. Right? We got to cut something out of our, of mm -hmm. our lifestyle here. Politicians don't think that way because they have a printing press. They never look at the debt side of the issue. Mm -hmm. They only look at the income side. And since they have a printing press, They've gotten used to over the last, since 1944, when we became the world's reserve currency, just print without discretion. You can print, print, print. Now we have to pay the piper because we have a lot of debt. So mm -hmm. this debt that we have is inflation. Inflation is nothing more than an increasing money supply. They raise interest rates to slow down inflation. Okay. So that's, that's the political mechanism for it. So here's the problem. We've, when you raise debt, when you raise interest rates, banks hit the skids because you have default. People that yeah. are living at the margin can't afford to pay off their bills and they go into default. Mm -hmm. So back in March was bank failure 1.0. That was Silicon yes. Valley Bank, Signature Bank. That was you know. prophesied. I had the prophecy on it before it happened. Mm -hmm. You absolutely did. And there was five of them that them. went under and it was mm -hmm. a big deal. And it changed the way that the world starts to think about banking. Mm -hmm. Well, why did that happen? That happened because during COVID, the Federal Reserve with Regulation D changed the reserve requirement or the amount of money that banks have to hold back when you deposit $100. If the reserve requirement's 10, they keep 10 bucks back, they lend out 90. Mm -hmm. They changed it to zero to try to stimulate the economy. So banks oh didn't have any money on hand and they were just hoping and praying that not everybody would come back for money on the same day because they didn't have it, right? So so now here's where it starts to get really squirrely. And I'm sure that you've prophesied over some of this stuff because you've got, you've got agencies like the World Economic Forum, the United Nations, the Bank for International Settlements mm -hmm. that, that did what? They changed the reserve requirement, not back to 10, but to 20. So now banks have to have 20%. Oh, wow. Okay. Here's the problem. People say, well, that's good. Now they're going to have actually have to have some money on hand. The banks won't fail. It's like, wait a second, though. You go from zero to 20% of your capital you have to have. Where are they going to get it from? They're not. And if they can't comply with the federal regulations, they're going to have to go out of business. But don't worry. JP Morgan Chase to the rescue. They're buying mm -hmm. up all the medium banks and medium banks are buying up. I'm the not small surprised. Banks, and there's mm -hmm. consolidation in the industry. Which leads to power, people yeah. control and power. power. And it also leads to infringing near monopolies and antitrust yeah. law. You 100%. get into that area. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They can't bring in a mark of the beast type system, which is all mm -hmm. about allowing you or disallowing you to buy or sell when you want to, with whom you want to, when you want to. I mean, the, we could look at yep. all of the different things that they have, whether it's Project Icebreaker, Project, mm -hmm. Project, um, dang, slipping my mind, a Project Aurora with the Bank for mm -hmm. International Settlements, or the World Economic Forum and Programmable Money, or the Unified Ledger with the Bank for International Settlements. All of these things are all about cutting you off from your money if your ideology doesn't match up with theirs. That's the bottom line. Mm -hmm. So what's happened now? Since those five banks failed in March, we've had 1,144 branches closed throughout America. Amazing. So imagine you and Chris walking down the sidewalk and and you see a branch close at a bank. Let's just say it's PNC Bank or whatever. It's mm -hmm. like, what do you do? It's like, oh, that's there used to be a bank branch there. Oh, well, too bad they went out of business and you keep walking. Not a big story when a branch closes. It is a big story when 1144 branches close over the last six months, mm -hmm. right? Because that a branch closing doesn't get news. A bank failure does. Yeah. But just like when you and Chris, in my little story, 
sitting at the table like every other yeah. family in America saying we've run into financial problems. We got to cut corners. We got to make ends meet. This is what the bank's precursor to bankruptcy is. We've got to cut our expenses. We're going to close down some branches. Yes, so exactly. Bank mm -hmm. failure 2.0 is coming. And I don't know when, but I think it's coming. Quickly. It is. Yeah. Yeah. So, so now why do we know that it's coming quickly? So if you look at usdebtclock.org. Oh, we're going to pull it up for you. Yep. Okay, we're so going to guys get ready for this. This, this is, is amazing, a lot of numbers. An amazing website. And we're not going to go over all of the numbers, but we are going to go over the few key ones that I think are the okay. important ones we look at. Okay. So up in the top right where you got that little red arrow. Mm-hmm. That is M2 money supply. That is the dollar, the dollar supply. M2 money supply is checking accounts, savings accounts. Can I read liquid. what mm -hmm. it is? Because there's a minus sign in front of it. Yeah. So they've pulled out a almost $800 billion out of mm -hmm. the money supply and circulation. Mm -hmm. My analysis as to why they have to pull paper money out of the system to get us ready for central bank digital currency. Mm -hmm. Right. So throughout the, this whole year, this started happening in January. Right. So so those two kind of yellow arrows pointing are um, the dollar to gold ratio and the dollar to silver ratio. Yeah. They've been showing a zero since January. And that's obviously not zero. Silver is like 20 yeah. bucks an ounce. Gold's a couple mm -hmm. thousand. But people say, Kirk, what's happening? They're changing the system. It's like, no, it has nothing to do with any kind of weird conspiracy. It has to do with when you divide anything by this zero, it turns into zero. Well, the dollar supply is negative, right? So mm -hmm. when they actually take the, the price of gold or silver and divide it into the, the money supply and the money supply is negative and going more negative, it's going to show you a zero price. So what this website just did last week is they added some real data here. So, so right in that same little quadrant mm -hmm. that that red arrow is in, it shows dollar to silver ratio in 1913. $2.69 an ounce. That's what silver was when the Federal Reserve started in 1913. Mm -hmm. So again, now when we've had money this year has been coming down and the money supply has been shrinking because they're pulling money out in exchange to get ready for CBDCs. Mm -hmm. So that shows zero, but that doesn't show what gold and silver should be priced yes. at outside mm -hmm. of manipulation. So you look at the dollar to silver ratio over the last 10 years, when you add up all of the money supply that they've created, the M2 money supply that's shrinking is not all the money supply that's created. That's just what's available for us to spend. Money supply that goes to stimulus money, other countries, yeah. foreign aid, that's called MZM. They okay. stopped reporting that years ago because they don't want people to know how much money is being printed. But when you add all of that up, that silver should be $1,121 an ounce. Wow. Over the last five years that, that we've been accelerating the money printing uh -huh. since COVID and everything else, it should be $1,558 an ounce. So when I tell people, it's like, I think silver is going to triple, you know, to quadruple, go to $75 to $100 an ounce over mm -hmm. the next 12 to 18 months. Here's the thing. Even if I'm the dumbest guy on the planet and I'm 90% wrong, Silver should be at fifteen fifty eight an ounce. Even if I'm ninety percent wrong, it still puts it at one hundred and fifty five dollars an ounce. I feel mm -hmm. really comfortable talking about silver hitting seventy five to one hundred, which is tripling to quadrupling, but not over a lifetime, but over the next twelve to eighteen months. Mm, that's See, a big jump. Yeah, so it's a huge jump. And now look at gold. Gold was twenty seven twenty four when the Federal Reserve became a thing in nineteen thirteen. Mm -hmm. Wow. Outside of manipulation and manipulating the prices and taking into account all of the money being created over the last 10 years, gold should be $9,300 an ounce. But over the last five years with all the money supply being created over $12,000 an ounce, it's That's not even 2000. No, See, this is where we with confidence can be wise stewards with what God has given us allocate into strength rather than weakness. Now mm -hmm. here's another scary number. This is, this tells us that the debt ceiling, they're going to raise it like there's nobody's business, that yeah. we have a debt implosion like nothing, nothing we've ever seen, Amanda. So mm -hmm. the bottom of this chart, there's like a, a, a red bar where it talks about Social Security yep, liability, here it is. Medicare yep. liability, right? Mm -hmm. So 
Social, this is what Congress has already passed. Our, our Social Security liability is almost $23 trillion. Medicare liability, almost $36 trillion. But get a load of this next number. U.S. unfunded liabilities. This is all the bills that Congress has already passed that haven't been funded into the future. $194 trillion. Oh, my That's goodness. That's a lot. I mean, seriously, that is a lot of money that Congress... They're spending money like drunken sailors, right? And they are. They're not following the basic rule of finance, which is you you take in more than you spend. Yeah. That is the foundation of finance. You that take in more than you spend. <laughs> yes, but they're not doing that. They're spending no. other people's money, mortgaging the next generation. Our poor kids, our poor grandkids are going to in inherit, well, something that they never know. I think all of this changes over the next couple of years uh, to central bank digital currency mark of the beast type system but here's yeah. where there's hope in this message right mm -hmm. i don't want to leave people with a message of gloom and doom and despair yeah. because i think that this is coming but god has a different way for us he has a, a way for us to thrive and already politically we're seeing states like texas that are initiating legislative action and laws mm -hmm. to have a state chartered central bank backed by gold out of the mm -hmm. fed system out of the fed now app out of the fdic Alaska wants to do the same thing. Ron DeSantis in Florida already said, we're not taking central bank digital currency in Florida. Didn't offer a solution, but still they're talking about it. Now, seven other states have, have passed legislation to make gold legal tender in those states. I mean, so, so politically, this mm -hmm. is what they're doing. Now, what can we do? Because that's future tense. That's down the road, right? That's We're not quite there yet, but those things yes. are happening. We have to call our politicians make our voice heard. We got to pray that God intervenes because we need Holy Spirit empowerment in these days That's that we're we living do. in, right? Absolutely. But but what are central banks doing? What they're mm -hmm. saying is gold and silver, ancient relics, they're stupid. Why would anybody ever want them? We've got an amazing system with central bank digital currency. But what they're doing is right now, today, um, the, the amount of gold held by central banks globally is the highest it's ever been, over 38,000 tons of gold is owned by central banks. So here's a, a point for every every viewer of this show is yes. don't listen to what they say. Watch what they do because their actions mm -hmm. speak something different than what they're saying because they're lying, right? So, so when they're amassing gold by the thousands and tens of thousands of tons globally, it's to back a currency. For, it is. For, for one yeah. of two, two reasons. Number one, they realize CBDCs might have some opposition we still want to be the world's reserve currency at the BRICS nations. Let's back our currency with gold just in case plan A doesn't work. Exactly. Or or option number two is they're using gold as the shiny thing, as the carrot to entice people into their system and say, our central bank digital currency is better than everybody else. Because it's backed by something backed physical. By gold. Yes. Right? So invest in ours, right? So, so either way, the end result is, well, gold is going to have a lot of demand. Silver is outpacing the, the growth of it gold is. because of its low mm -hmm. supply, which is why we tell people with, with confidence, it's like, this is what we should do to take advantage of these trends so the trends don't take advantage of us, right? Mm -hmm. Whether it's in your IRAs or your cash accounts, your brokerage mm -hmm. accounts, start allocating to physical assets. I think that's with all of my heart. I think that's God's wisdom for today. Yep. In the past, there's been other things, real estate, stocks, bonds, mutual funds, mm -hmm. whatever. But right now, with the craziness that we're seeing with Congress and with the geopolitical conflict, I don't see a better option to protect and preserve, to grow and to thrive and live a life of abundance that God has for all of us. I'm not talking about being rich. I could care less. I'm talking about having what you need so you have plenty to give away. That To me, that's abundance. To be a blessing. Well, yeah, to, to be, be a, a blessing in times of emergencies because when you are ready and something happens, you can think clearer. You can hear the Lord's instructions clearer because Amen. you are not in a complete panic mm -hmm. because you have listened to the Lord use wisdom and planned. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, so, you know, in a nutshell, encapsulated into a nutshell, that's where we are right now since the last time you and I talked, a lot yeah. has happened, but that's kind of putting it all in together. We had the BRICS meetings. We had the, the collapse of the petrodollar system, the world's reserve currency changing, now the debt ceiling, all these bank failures and branch closings. 
That's all happened since the last time we talked. And That's we're not incredible. talking about years in between. No, them. I don't know no. when that was. It was like six weeks ago or something. Yeah, like about that. six weeks. Yeah, which is not long. Know. Yeah. But that's a lot to happen in a six-week span. It is, absolutely. And you see it speeding up. You see them almost like chomping at the bit and trying to speed things up and accelerate them yeah. to get themselves there quicker. Now, the interesting part of this is always when you see corrupt people try to speed things up too much, somewhere along the way, they end up tripping and falling. They make mistakes. Uh, part of their plans crumble. So I'm curious because they're trying to speed it up. What's going to happen? Well, I think you, you're, you've got massive overreach that, that's happening mm -hmm. and people are starting to see it and feel it and oppose mm -hmm. it. Right. Even, even at the federal level last week, Congress, uh, the house of representatives passed a bill um, in, in committee. Now it has to go to the floor for a vote. So don't get all excited yet, everybody. But but the point is they're talking about it. And what's the bill? Central bank digital currency is a complete egregious attack on our privacy and freedoms, and we want it to be disallowed in America. So that passed committee. Amazing. Wow. Now it has okay. to go to the House floor for a vote, which okay. I believe it will pass. Mm -hmm. Then it goes to the Senate. It's probably dead in the water. That would be that would be my guess. Um and but here's the thing. God is a God of miracles, right? And, yes. and if we're, see, if you go into things like tangible assets, like gold and silver, it kind of bypasses that system. The states rising up with states' rights bypasses that system. So in the meantime, God is establishing um, biblically-based wisdom and discernment within politicians that are starting to get some things done. But what we can do is the same thing as the big central bankers are doing, just not to the scale. Where they're yeah. buying gold by the thousands of tons, we can buy it by the ounce. We mm -hmm. can buy silver by the ounce. Do the exact same thing they're doing, but with our own budget, right? Which could be small, could be $500, it could be $500,000, mm -hmm. it could be $5 million, doesn't matter. Thing is you do with what you have because if God won't trust you with a lot unless he can trust you with a little. Maybe this is just biblical wisdom, right? Faith so, on the little things, yes. As you're mm -hmm. seeing things start to collapse, you take that leap of faith, you take that confidence and that boldness that comes from a God who has never been defeated and never will be defeated. When you have that power operating through you and you're making decisions based on that faith and confidence that he gives you, it's like, yes. okay, I don't have to be afraid of anything. Don't operate out of fear for crying out loud. No. That's not a spirit of God. That's a spirit of the devil. Right. So, so here's where I, I do get really excited about, about so many people, the tens of thousands of people that we're helping all over the world get to this point of peace, which mm -hmm. is what we can bring people to either, either in the midst of the storm. I mean, that's God's math. Right. So, yes, it is. And I'm going to, uh, you know what, I'm going to read this quickly. Before we go into questions, I think you'll appreciate this, Dr. Kirk. This is Luke chapter 19, verses 11. Uh, basically, I think we're going to go uh, to verse 25 about, okay? And it says, while they were listening to these things, Jesus went on to tell a parable because he was near Jerusalem and they assumed that the kingdom of God was going to appear immediately. So he said, a nobleman went to a distant country to obtain for himself a kingdom and then to return. So he called 10 of his servants and gave them 10 minas, one apiece, each equal to about 100 days wages, and said to them, do business with this until I return. But his citizens, the residents of his new kingdom, hated him and sent a delegation after him saying, we do not want this man to be king over us. When he returned after receiving the kingdom, he ordered that these servants to whom he had given the money be called to him that he might find out what business they had done. First one came before him and said, Lord, your mina has made 10 more minas. And he said to him, well done, good servant, because you proved yourself faithful and trustworthy in a very little thing. You shall now have authority over 10 cities. The second one came and said, Lord, your mina has made five minas. And he said to him also, and you shall take charge over five cities. Then another came and said, Lord, here is your mina, which I've kept laid up in a handkerchief. I was afraid of you because you are a stern man. You pick up what you did not lay down and you reap what you did not sow. 
He said to the servant, I will judge and condemn you by your own words, you worthless servant. Did you know that I was a stern man picking up what I did not lay down and reaping what I did not sow? Then why did you not put my money in a bank at the very least, then on my return, I would have collected it with interest. Then he said to the bystanders, take the mina away from him and give it to the one who has the 10 minas. See, mm -hmm. what is, so when you don't do something, when God gives you talents and abilities and knowledge and wisdom and discernment to understand the times, like yes. the sons of Issachar from Chronicles who understood they the times. Discern and the it. times and seasons. Yes. Right. I mean, that's my prayer for this generation is we're like modern day sons and daughters of Issachar who understand yeah. the times and knew what to do. Well, you can take the talents and abilities or the finances or, you know, all yes. of those things are God given, right? They're all his. And we can do something wise with them, which he loves. We want to hear well done, my good and faithful servant mm -hmm. with you. I am yes. well pleased. Right. Mm -hmm. Or we can be the average guy in the middle who's like, okay, God says, all right, you did, you did okay, but not as good as the first guy because you didn't operate out as much faith as he did, right? Or you can be the, the guy who I don't think was inherently being evil. I think he was scared and he yes. didn't want to squander. He, scared. he mm -hmm. didn't want to squander what God has given him. So he took the stuff that God gave him and he just buried it in the sand, right? And it's like, mm -hmm. I'm just going to keep it. So when the storm is over, I'm just going to pull it up. But that's squandering what God's given you. He wants, God is a God of multiplication. Yes. So what did God call him, you know, in this parable? It's like, he didn't call him the dumb servant. It's like the, the wicked, wicked servant. The wicked servant. That's worse mm -hmm. than dumb, right? So so it's like, I, none of us want to be that wicked servant. We want to, but it's hard. I get it. I understand because a lot of us are just living hand to mouth. There's not an awful lot to go around. I can't afford to waste. I can't afford to lose. I get it. I get it. I get it because... I've been there too, right? We all have. We've yeah. all been there from time to time. And it's That's you right. take that leap of faith, say, okay, God, and just pray for wisdom, pray for discernment, pray for that confidence from a God who has never been defeated and never will be defeated, that he's speaking to you. And you have open hearts and minds and ears to hear from him and, and the courage to act on it. And watch what starts to happen. I don't care if it's with $500 or $500 million, right? Because... And, and a lot of my clients like, okay, I don't even have $500. You're, you're speaking to me like I'm wealthy. It's like, no, I get it. If you don't have 500, keep saving up until you do. And then you, you allocate. And then once you've allocated that $500, keep saving up again until mm -hmm. you get another $500. Right. See the key, to, one of the keys to wealth is being in the right place at the right time. Second key to wealth is consistently moving forward and doing something with it. Right. So, so that's, that's right. where we can go. And, and, you know, there's a lot of, you know, I get a lot of questions just like you do. And I'm sure we've got a, a ton of questions here. I, I don't we know. Do. Well, we have to get your questions ready. Everyone put them in the yeah. chat. Because we're gonna, we're like, gonna why would I invest in minutes. gold or silver if I have to then sell it and get fiat money back? Right. Well, we're going to, you're going to be replacing it with something, whatever the currency of the land is at the time. Mm -hmm. But here's the thing. If you go back to 1920, when one ounce of gold equaled $20 bill, because it was backed by gold, that's what you could go to. You could get a finely tailored men's suit, a shirt, a tie, a belt and shoes. That's what it would buy you at the time. So fast forward to today, a hundred years later, 20 bucks, can you even go to Chick-fil-A for 20 bucks on a date? It, it would be difficult. Be I mean, difficult. I mean, you can, yeah. but it's going to basically take up all of it. Yeah. But the one ounce of gold at $2,000 an ounce still buys you a finely tailored men's suit, a shirt, a tie, a belt and shoes. That's so true. We have to start changing our thinking of gold and silver are an insurance policy against a collapsing dollar. If you were to stay in the dollar, well, then you would lose due to inflation. If you went into gold or silver, when you sell it back, you're going to get way more of that currency. So inoculated you, so to speak, against the inflationary pressures. So you're getting a lot more of the fiat currency. No, there's no doubt you're still getting fiat yeah. currency, right? But you're mm -hmm. getting a lot more of it and you didn't fall behind due to inflation. See that that's, you know, it, it's, it's like hedging in a way it, it, it it's is. giving yourself a protective measure when these things happen, because we've seen them go on so much in the United States of America, inflation, what the federal reserve does and what banks do. And what we had the banking crisis in 2008, 
That was a Shemitah year, by the way, that that happened. So I'm not surprised that happened on a Shemitah year once every seven right. years. Um, and so it, it, this is something that can be done that just allows you to have uh, a cushion. It's actually like a table. I like to describe it many times as a table. And if one of the legs gets knocked out, you have the three other legs holding the table up. Right until that other leg is repaired. You see, it's kind of like the same the same idea. So when they go on, we put the website up. So when they go on, they fill out a form, correct? Correct, yeah, you fill out a form and on that form, it'll just ask for your name, you know, they'll, so we know where it came from, right? And and you'll be connected with one of my client concierge team. We'll just ask you some questions. What was it that Kirk and Amanda were talking about that caused you concern? What are your dreams? What are your hopes? What are your fears? What can we help you with, right? Yeah. And then you'll be put on with one of our advisors who will dig in deeper with you to strategically map out a strategy that will actually st stand the test of time, get you in the right place at the right time, and none of us are perfect, right? We're not God. We don't yeah. control the markets. But to be in the right place at the right time, the majority of the time is what will help you. This is what we do for, this is our calling. This is our anointing. This is our gifting in life, right? Mm -hmm. And it's not everybody's, you know, it, all of you watching this have your own callings, anointings, and giftings. Mm -hmm. This is ours. And we want to partner with you on that to help you be a wise steward of what you've been given. Because you can't put everything you have into gold or silver. That'd be foolish, right? We still live in a cash world where yeah. you still need cash for expenses, for, for an emergency fund, things like that. Mm -hmm. But what my recommendation is about three to six months of expenses based on your comfort level. So if you have $3,000 a month in expenses, we'll have nine to $18,000 mm -hmm. in, in cash, yeah. mm -hmm. right? To act as that buffer, that emergency fund, just keep it in the bank. That's so far below the FDIC limit that you'll probably be just fine. If you want to keep it under the pillow, no harm, no foul, right? Because you're not getting much interest on it at the bank anyway. Yeah. But keep some cash, allocate the rest into strength, because I think it's very important for what I believe is coming and in pretty short order. I mean, 2024 is an election year. It's going to be chaos anyways. Yeah. But when you couple that with geopolitical conflict and bank failures, and a running out of money scenario for the U.S. government, um, we, we've got issues like a that trifecta. we need to protect ourselves from. Exactly. Now, this comes from Honeycut M from Rumble, because we're live on Rumble as well. What happens to my 401k if I can't transfer it? Will it just be gone? Kind, kind of. Uh, however, mm -hmm. there's things that you can do. So I would reallocate it just into cash, sit on the sideline, defensive posture, right? So mm -hmm. get out of the stock and bond market. That would be my recommendation. And, and I don't, I'm not talking about any particular stock, any individual stock or bond or mutual fund. I, I'm not, I'm not a stock person. However, overall, what causes stocks and bonds to go down? Rising interest rates, rising taxes, inflationary pressures, lowering wages. <laughs> so that's what we've got. So I would get out of the things that are coming down as quick as you can and go into the things that are going up. If you can't get out of your 401k, just sit in cash. Stay, get, eliminate that market risk. Yeah. Now you still have purchasing power risk because of inflation. Mm -hmm. Now, a lot of people don't think they can get out of their 401ks, but they can. If you're over 59 and a half, it's, a, it's called an in-service rollover. You can take the balance to zero and just roll it into an IRA. However, if you're not 59 and a half, you don't actually own your 401k. The company does. You're a participant in it. And so therefore you can't really do anything except I would just reallocate into cash. But if you're over 59 and a half, roll that thing out into tangible assets, a, a tangible backed IRA that we can put you into silver with to stand the test of time and, and get through this crisis. There'll be time for, for stocks and bonds again down the road, but we need a change in presidency. We need a change in Congress that will institute policies of pro-growth, lowering taxes, lowering interest rates, mm -hmm. job creation. Until then, I'm not going back in, but we might not get to that point. We might get to a point where we have a gold-backed currency before we get to that point, in which case okay. you're already in the right place. You already have gold. So if you can own the backing of a currency, but while it backs a currency, that's going to be perpetual growth moving forward. Yes, it is. And so this is interesting because I was reading, I was reading Emmy's question. She's asking what happens to all the coins when the dollar falls. So like the quarters, the dimes, the pennies, the nickels, what happens to them? 
Well, they, I mean, they're worth nothing. They're made out of like mm -hmm. zinc and something else, right? They, they really have no tangible value other than the face value on them, which is, but now pre-1965, when dimes and quarters used to be made out of silver, those are actually made out of silver, right? So it depends on the age, but hardly anybody has those. They've been out of circulation mm -hmm. forever. You actually have to invest in them. Um, they're, they're, I mean, they're good. They're good for barter. There's cheaper ways to invest in silver, but they're just fine. So, but I would, I would actually, those coins that you have, if they're newer than 1965, that they're worth nothing, right? Other than the face value mm -hmm. on them and they'll diminish with the currency. Okay. Katie says, I will only want to talk to Kirk because I'm Persian. We always want the best deal. <laughs> so Katie's going to have to talk to you personally, Dr. Kirk. Just so, just so you know. I mean, I'm, I'm the most blessed guy on the planet because my team is incredible. I know I'm biased, right. but I trained all yeah. of them. Oh, good. They have, okay. They have a heart for people. They're people over profit, just like I am. They want to change your trajectory, right? So anybody that you get at our firm is like mm -hmm. a gift of God to me, and they'll be a gift of God to you. There you go, Katie. They're all trained by Dr. Kirk. All right, this is from Rumble, the Patriot Papa. Why is silver being suppressed right now? Who is manipulating the price of silver? Primarily J.P. Morgan Chase. Um, I mean, they got, they you, got nailed for this like a couple years ago. It actually okay. it was December of 2020, I think. Um, $900 million, almost a billion dollar fine for manipulating the or lying wow. about the amount of silver they had in custodianship. So why do they do it? Not because they hate silver, but because they love it. So JP Morgan Chase, when, when BlackRock bought the silver ETF from State Street Bank a couple years ago, they, they ousted HSBC as the custodian of the silver and they picked JP Morgan Chase. So here's the thing. If I were, if I were a banker and I'm picking somebody to hold the custodianship of silver backing an ETF, why would I pick the company that just got a $900 million fine for lying about it? because they don't want somebody to expose yeah. their dirty deeds either at BlackRock, right? So so right. if you're a business person, which most of us are in some way or another, what do you want to do when you buy components for your stuff that you're manufacturing? You want to pay lower prices, not higher prices for your cost of goods. So they can do something that, that we can't, a naked short, which means they can sell something that they don't even own. That drives the price down. When the price goes down through the futures contracts, they buy up a bunch of physical silver. That creates demand. It caused the price to go up. When it gets too high, they issue more naked shorts. It drives the price down. They gobble up more physical silver at the lower price, and then it goes up. Yep, that's yeah. the manipulation that's been going on for a long time. Now, even with that, you know, if you look at where silver has gone over the last few years, some people say it's static and it hasn't done anything. No. It's not true. It's moved. No, it's moved. It's if you look at where silver was in March of 2020, it was 1191 an ounce. To uh, let's see, 11 months ago, actually a year ago now, September of last year, it was 1797. Today it's about 22. So we're literally 1191 to 22. We're up about 90% in three and a half years. That's about 30% year growth. Don't tell me that's static. It's not. No, that's not. That's no, that's really moving. amazing growth that we've seen in the markets. Okay. This is a question a lot of people have, Dr. Kirk. They're wondering when the stock market will crash because they've been hearing this for years about a crash. Well, we're due for one and, and nobody knows the exact mm -hmm. date or time, right? However, if you- But next year is a Shemitah year, just a reminder to everybody. Next year is a Shemitah year, right? Starting September, so just hold October, on to October is always the worst month of the year mm -hmm. for the Dow Jones Industrial Average. Always. That's mm -hmm. why it always corrects and you have a big crash in October and they call it the October surprise. Seriously, if it happens every October, just take the word surprise off of it and just call it October for crying out loud. <laughs> right? but, but, but it happens every single year. Why? Because the end of the fiscal year for the U.S. government is at the end of September. We just had it, which is why we've got the debt ceiling talks, right? So, People see the numbers like, oh, my word, the Fed, they, they're spending money like there's nobody's business. And so, therefore, markets generally correct in October. Mm -hmm. This year, it's different. We have so much debt. We have so unsustainable debt like we saw in mm -hmm. usdebtclock.org. Yes. And we're going into January 1st. The BRICS nations overtake the world with the petrodollar, 
we have no built-in demand for our currency. We're going to be forced to print money. That inflationary pressures probably causes the stock market to come crashing down to earth sometime between now and I would say the next six months. That would be my guess. Okay. Um, so look for that, everybody. Just just kind of watch for that because of what's going on here. Lorraine is asking, she says she has Social Security coming in every month, but most of her resources are in annuities. Any recommendations? Call me. I, I, I can't make a um, blanket recommendation because I don't know your debt. I don't know your income needs. Mm -hmm. You have to know what insurance company your annuity is with. It can be rollered, rolled over. Is there a surrender charge? I mean, I'll go over all of that with you, but that's a it's not an easy cut and dried cookie cutter answer. You, yeah. should, you should just give my office a call. Okay. Yeah. Call, Lorraine, call his office, uh, fill out the form. You can go on our website, fill out the form. There's his number as well. Jot down uh, Dr. Kirk's phone number, everybody for his office. So you could call him. I'm sure your phone lines may be inundated, Dr. Kirk. So get ready. They always are um, on the show. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, let's see. We'll take a couple of more questions in here. Oh, here, this is a good question from Vanessa. If we buy, do we get metals in hand? Just not sure how that works. Yes, you do. Yes. So if it's outside of an IRA, you have a mm -hmm. choice. Take delivery of them at your home or store them at a depository. I mean, not everybody, some people don't want to take delivery of them, but you can, right? That's generally the safest. You just take delivery of it at home. If it's in an IRA, you can't take delivery of it at home because you have to store it Yes, because, or else it's a distribution out of your IRA that becomes a taxable event. But if it's outside of a retirement plan, yeah, take delivery of it at home. In fact, it'd be nice to have some one ounce rounds that you could use for barter mm -hmm. at home and store the rest. It just depends on what, what makes the most logistical sense to you. There's not a wrong answer. Okay. Marl is asking, what should I do with my old silver coins? Depends on how old they are. If they're pre-1965, those those dimes and quarters is classified as junk silver. There's actually silver in there. Just keep them. You know, it probably doesn't make sense to sell them to something that's a lower cost per ounce. You might need them for barter, but I would just keep them if that's what you've got. Now, mm -hmm. if you've got something that's really old, like a, a old, you no. Know, Liberty um, yeah. or peace mm -hmm. dollar, you know, the old US silver yes. dollars from the 1920s and late 1800s. I'd probably recommend you liquidate those because you're never going to recapture that premium and go into cheap, low cost bullion where you mm -hmm. can get more ounces working for you at a price that'll move dollar for dollar with the silver market. So it just depends on how old it is. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's good. That's good advice. Uh, from Rumble, uh, she's asking a Selleck fan, a single 70 year old retired Texas teacher living paycheck to paycheck with a small fixed annuity, always been a tither. And I want to honor God with my finances. Should I transfer or convert? Probably give us a call. That's another complex one because okay. we don't know the details of your debt, your income, what we can you can put need. your phone number back up. Yeah just to make sure people get it one more time because yeah, lots of annuity questions. Quite a few people in here have annuities. So here's a, here's a real quick, mm -hmm. you know, tutorial on annuities. Annuities yeah. are, are investment contracts issued by insurance companies. Overall insurance companies are 90 to 100% allocated into the bond market. It's just the nature mm -hmm. of an insurance company. So okay. from 1983 until about 11 months ago, interest rates were coming down. Remember, 1983, interest rates were 18% on a 30-year mortgage. 11 months ago, they were close to zero. So annuities were very great, one of the safest investments in the world during that declining interest rate environment. But as interest rates rise, the value of bonds comes down. If yeah. you're allocated 90 to 100% into bonds as an insurance company and the value of your investments is coming down, there's no other option for you to do except know what insurance companies do. They pay off beneficiaries when somebody dies. That's what life insurance companies do. So where do they get the money? They have to sell their assets. What do they have? A sinking asset in a bond that puts annuity companies at risk where for the past almost 40 years, they've been one of the safest assets in the world. Time and place for everything. Okay, so this is good. We'll end with this question. Kathy is saying, I have an annuity uh, retirement. How would that work? Well, if it's in an IRA, it's in mm -hmm. your retirement, you would actually just do a surrender. It would be annuity mm -hmm. surrender. You would call that company, whether it's Jackson National Life or Allianz or who, whatever the company is, MetLife, I don't care. And you say, I want to surrender that. 
And then that turns into cash in your IRA. You roll over that IRA into a precious metals IRA. That's how I do it. There's a couple steps, but you actually have to surrender the policy. Don't do that though without talking to us because I want to. Yeah, make just sure don't just surrender it. Then do it. Call Doctor Kirk first. Talk to his wonderful staff. And never then do decide. anything that has a penalty or surrender charge. Uh, don't sell anything unless you talk to us because it might make sense that you keep it. I mean, so so, but we we'd be happy to go over that with you. Wonderful. Well, Dr. Kirk, they had so many questions. I'm going to tell you, they love to ask questions, our viewers. They do. It's awesome. They absolutely love to ask questions, and you are so gracious to answer all of them. Once again, here's Dr. Kirk's Elliott's phone number, 720-605-3900, and the website is kirkelliottphd.com forward slash grace. Perfect. And for all of you who like to text, we just put this together for this show. Oh. You can, you can text grace to okay. 74084. So just wow. race to 74084. And you get to that same landing page that we put together on that website. It's just for people that like to text. There you go. Text grace to 74084. And you will get to the landing page. Perfect. Thank you for that, Dr. Kirk, for putting that together for us. We so appreciate it. You're welcome. And thank you for coming on. We will be having Dr. Kirk back on because he is a wealth of information and the viewers absolutely love it. They love to learn and they love hearing what is, you know, getting the real info on what is going on. Well, thank you so much. It's always a blessing to be with you. Let me know if you have any questions or anybody watching, reach out to us. We'd be happy to answer them for you. Thank you, Dr. Kirk. God bless you. God bless. Bye-bye. And that concludes our time with Dr. Kirk Elliott. He is a wealth of knowledge. We are blessed to have him on, especially with everything going on. He can sort of make sense of it, break it down for us, uh, and help us to understand the looniness and the craziness that the the corrupt the politicians, the BRICS nations, and everybody else right now is attempting to do. So we appreciate you for tuning in. We pray that you learned something from this that you were able to learn you see part of this too is if you is using wisdom that god give gave you if you don't have at the moment resources or you don't have something to put in gain the wisdom on it maybe the lord wants you to gain the wisdom first so when he does bless you with it you know exactly what to do with it this is what part of this is about too is giving you biblically based financial wisdom to help you and to prepare you for what the Lord wants to give you. Because if you don't gain the wisdom first and the Lord gives it to you, you're not going to know what to do with what he gives you anyway. So even if you say, well, I don't have it or I'm on social or I'm this or I'm that, learn and gain wisdom from it. Because when the Lord gives it to you, you're going to go, you know what? I've learned from this and I now know what to do with what the Lord has blessed me with. So that is something that I just wanted to, a thought I wanted to leave you with. I did that for a long time. I would watch and I would gain wisdom and, and understanding. So when the Lord began to bless, I would know what to do with what I was being blessed with. And if you want to go read it for yourself, it is Luke chapter nine, uh, 19, starting at verse 11, the parable of the minas, which is a hundred day wages. So I encourage you to go read that for yourself. So thank you everyone for joining us. I believe we are going to be back on tomorrow. We will announce, I'm also working on something for early next week that you don't want to miss. This is a prophetic deep dive and teaching that the Lord is helping me put together that I believe I'm going to be doing next week. So we will announce when that is coming on, but it's going to be fascinating considering what we see happening and what is to come. So thank you everyone for joining us today. Thank you for your prayers and your support. We so appreciate it. God bless you all. Keep the faith. We love you. Armor up according to Ephesians chapter six every day. Psalms 91 every single day. I also have started, I said this many times saying the Lord's prayer every single day because the order of that prayer is what is important to our prayer life. Uh, and just continue to go deeper with the Lord and deeper in his word. He wants to really grow you in this season. Anchor yourself in him. God bless everyone. And I have to tell you something, they work. 
it is an alternative to big pharma based on quantum physics over 40 scripture verses written into these patches for everything from blood sugar anxiety pain neuropathy to immune system boost dog pain they are very sincere about um, having alternatives to big pharma we are a big advocate of natural solutions to help with pain and 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 blood sugar and a host of other issues i yeah. tried the pain patches and, yes, and they worked when i used them when you connect it to your body the skin patch changes your brain waves sugar this one is neuropathy i actually have it on and we use this on toby actually because toby's about eight years old and from being paralyzed years ago and the lord miraculously healing him he has a little leftover with his joints and his hips so we actually give him the doggy pain patches what was he doing he was running oh yeah <laughs> i mean i walked him out and wow he's boom and he got power i said no way and i don't know i said amanda what what did you do to him to <laughs> <laughs> so it's good if you are looking for an excellent doctor if you are looking to get healthier if you are looking to understand why the things in your body operate the way they do go to sherwood.tv forward slash amanda grace doctors mark and michelle sherwood of the functional medical institute in tulsa oklahoma are there to help you with all of your medical needs in fact i am a patient of the Functional Medical Institute. And God bless Dr. Sherwood because Chris was a tough nut to crack on this. But after over a year and a half, Chris is finally on board. He is a patient of Dr. Sherwood's and him listening and, and implementing what Dr. Sherwood has taught him has made a difference in his life. So if you are interested and curious as to what they do, if you'd like to make an appointment, if you'd like to see what products they have, because they have some amazing products, go to Sherwood.tv forward slash Amanda Grace. Thank you. You want to support an amazing patriot that's doing so much for our country and be a blessing. You can go to MyPillow.com and use promo code ARK, A-R-K, to save up to 66% or sometimes more off of all my pillow products. They are so much more than just pillows. They have amazing bathrobes, they have sheets, they have slippers, they of course have pillows, and they even have dog beds. And I will tell you a fun fact, Noble, our pig at the animal sanctuary that many of you know and love, has indeed slept on a MyPillow dog bed. So if you'd like to be a blessing, go to MyPillow.com and use promo code ARC. God bless everyone. If you are looking for advice on financial matters, if you think gold and silver is something that you should invest in, go to bh-pm.com today. Andrew Sorcini of Beverly Hills Precious Metals, who's been on Ark of Grace many times, he loves to answer our viewer questions. In fact, he's answered all sorts of questions about gold, silver, the markets, even the real estate market he's been kind enough to answer questions about. So if you would like more information, if this is something you would like to invest in, please go to bh-pm.com today. That is bh-pm.com. Hello everyone, it's Amanda Grace. I'm here to talk to you today about this incredible product that I use every day called Power Team. It is 130 raw superfoods. And I have to tell you, it is one of the most amazing products I have ever used. I take it every day. It helps me with energy. It helps feed my cells at the cellular level. It helps me with clarity and focus. It helps with so many things and functions in your body, including your gut as well. So if you would like to learn more about this product, if you would like to learn the 130 raw superfoods that are in this product, please go to the link below or you could go to arcofgrace-ministries.com and go to our shop section and you will find Power Team there as well. Thank you, everyone.
If you would like to grow your own food with what we see going on right now in the world, with not only food supplies, but what they are doing to our food, you can go to amandagracegrows.com. These are amazing hydroponic growers. In fact, we have one in our parrot room, and this is an indoor one we have where you can grow food all year round, actually. Vegetables all year round. And we are doing that, actually, for our birds and our animals at our sanctuary. They also have outdoor ones. They actually yield 30% more and grow the vegetables three times faster. So if you would like to learn more, go to amandagracegrows.com. God bless. Hello, everyone. It's Amanda Grace. I'm here to talk to you today about Reawaken America. I have had the honoring and humbling privilege of being able to be part of Reawaken America since the first one was had at Rima Bible College in Tulsa, Oklahoma in April of 2021. I have watched so many moments happen for the glory of God at Reawaken America. We have seen people healed, delivered, set free. We love to pray for people at Reawaken America. We have had the honor of praying alongside some amazing people uh, Marty Grisham from Loudmouth Prayer, Pastor Todd Coconado, who also deals in deliverance. And we have seen people's lives changed. We have seen them set free. We have seen people who are come seeking. And the Lord says, when you seek, you shall find. And you knock, the door shall be opened unto you. They have been seeking, and those seeds get planted for the glory of God at Reawaken America. The Word of God says it is the knowledge of the truth that shall set you free and this is what we are doing at reawaken america you get biblical truth you get a foundation of the word of god and you also get necessary information right now to help you understand what is going on in america and the world and i am humbled and honored that general flynn and clay clark would even let me be a part of this and People need the word of the Lord in this hour. That is what they need. They need those who are willing to boldly stand up and with the conviction and the authority from God, speak the word of the Lord into their lives. It is a catalyst. It is life changing. And, and we praise the Lord that we have continued in this. And we hope to see you at upcoming events that are happening this year. We hope we get to pray over you at these upcoming events.